Hi, I'm Lawrence Carroll, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. I'm the author of ETF of the Long Run, Dividend Stocks for Dummies, and a contributor to Forbes.com and Barron's. Each week on Two Question Tuesday, we randomly pick and answer two questions from clients of focused wealth management. This week, the questions will be answered by Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth, and Michael Passante, the firm's Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, How are you, Larry? I'm great. How are you? Not bad, man. You good? Okay. Today's first question is actually from me. And the question is, can you guys explain what's going on in the market now? We had a great 2021 and 2022 has been um, a massive pullback. So what do you think is happening? So I'll jump on and kind of take the, the initial question here. So what I think we're kind of seeing in a little bit of a explanation is a bit of a spending hangover coming from a really strong last couple of years for the markets and a lot of government stimulus <clears throat> that was implemented in the post-COVID era. And I kind of equate the current market environment and economy um, to a period back of the fourth quarter of 2018, which was a time period in which the economy was still growing but sequentially decelerating almost exactly where we are right now. And at the same time, the Fed was hiking rates at that time period and actually hiked rates too far to the point where the S&P and NASDAQ experienced one of its more considerable corrections since the financial crisis. Now, in that time period, like I said before, the economy was growing but sequentially slowing. And in the post-COVID era, we're looking at an environment where we've been talking about this for quite some time. We are sequentially slowing off the peak rate of growth, which occurred in the second quarter of 2021. The economy peaked at 12.2 GDP annualized year-over-year growth. We're probably never going to see numbers that high again, and we're decelerating. We've gone from 12% growth to somewhere in the mid-fives. The fourth quarter of 2021 may pop up around 7%. But the first quarter of 2022 is going to slow again because of Omicron. And the second quarter of 2022, when you comp against those 2021 numbers, is going to slow considerably. We're probably going to see 2% annualized GDP growth, which is a 10% deceleration. And at the same time, the Fed is talking about hiking rates four times over the course of the next year due to the fact that inflation is so high. So in the fourth quarter of 2018, The NASDAQ actually declined 23.6% in that exact time period, not because the economy was contracting, but because the Fed was too tight. So I think that we're in for a very similar situation. And at this very time period, the market, certain segments of the market, like in the NASDAQ, 42% of NASDAQ stocks are down 50% or more from their all-time highs. There's a lot of damage beneath the surface. And what the Fed had kind of done has been to a degree, backstopping a lot of volatility in the markets. And that's why we didn't see a really major pullback. And the lack of volatility can suck a lot of people into the markets. And at the same time, it's kind of cleansing certain things now that the Fed is too hawkish. Now, the organic rate of growth in the US economy is going to stay positive. So at some point in time, this probably becomes investable um, because barring a really significant economic contraction, you don't necessarily have months like October of 2008 and March of 2020. So at some point, this does become investable. It's really just when the Fed kind of probably pivots and says, hey, maybe we're not going to hike rates four times. Maybe that's a policy error. Because I really do think that the Fed is making a policy error at this current junction. What do you think, Bill? 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> first of all, um, if you look at the average correction, right, since 1980, it's been like about 13.5% intra-year uh, over this time period. So we have not seen that in quite some time. I mean, you know, you got the S&P 500 this morning down about 10%. Uh, going into today, you got the Dow now down about 8%. Uh, you got the NASDAQ down, let's call it 12, but maybe 14 as of this morning. Um, so this has been a fair, and from the highs to your point, you know, it's it's even worse on the NASDAQ, certainly. So, you know, I think if you look historically, this is just a normal dip. I think it will get worse. Um, you know, we've uh, prepared our clients. We've expected, you know, a 15 to 20% type of correction for quite some time. I think that's what you'll see. Uh, you got to go back to what your goals are and you have to go back, you know, for a year now, year and a half now into the up market. Uh, we've talked to our clients and keep reminding them, keep your goals, you know, right in front of you. Understand, help us understand what your goals are because that matters how you invest. I mean, corrections are a part of the cycle. Uh, this is, you know, short. It's been brutal. Does it go longer? Yeah, I think it goes a little bit longer here. Uh, this is, to Mike's point, been a, a largely liquidity Fed, low rate driven market. Um, and, you know, you got a sea change, right? You have, you know, very low rates for quite some time and very accommodative, uh, you know, central bank support globally. And now that's pulling back. And when you take that off, you know, the, the tide goes out a little bit and it's going to be a little bit painful and a little bit rocky. And I would expect that for quite some time. Goldman Sachs had a really interesting note out this morning uh, in their weekly letter uh, talking about um, you know, returns in environments like this. And, you know, in, in prior uh, Fed tightening policy uh, markets, 60-40 uh, portfolios returned about a 5% over time. So this is going to take time. It's at the beginning of the year. We've got a long way to go. Does it get worse from here? I think so. But uh, if you're a long-term investor uh, and you have time horizon, now certainly time to work in a little bit of cash uh, into this down market, but only, let's say, a third a third here, a third a little bit lower, and then you have another third to back you up from there if it's if it's new, you know, cash. Yeah, um, I agree. You don't necessarily want to go all in. You want to do things incrementally over the course of time to give yourself the opportunity to continue to buy into different things. And I think I said it before. We're, we're, there are different oversold readings out there that are at, their, are at their worst point since March of 2020, and the Nasdaq is extended to the point where it was in March in 2020 relative to some short-term moving averages. So, and you got to yeah. be prudent. You got to look for values out there. Are there some deals? Yeah, I mean, this morning there's a couple of great deals out there uh, that were not there for quite some time. We were out of ideas. When you're out of ideas, it's tough to invest money. Now ideas are starting to appear. But it's early. I think you got further to go into this. Larry, you had a question? Um, yeah, well, specifically, I guess, for Mike. So what are you saying about NASDAQ? You're saying that we've given back the gains or we, we're back at the same level on the NASDAQ composite that we were at in March 2020? No, no, not exactly. We've gone down in terms of like uh, breadth and the way that stocks are performing and holding up relative to the same point. Actually, NASDAQ has given up all the gains on a year-over-year -year basis at this particular point in time. So everything um, you earned in 2021 is gone? On the NASDAQ, yes. On the NASDAQ. And Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the people claiming and that- And thanks, guys, for not paying me in Bitcoin to do this with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay. So how far back are we on the Dow and the S&P? I mean, are we talking like June last year or- I mean, how much of the gains have we given back on those two indexes? We still haven't quite given back all the gains from uh, the lows in the fall of 2021. We're, we're very close. Um, we had a particular correction in um, October and late September 
that brought us down. We're about at those particular levels as of right now. So S&P has done a little bit better beneath the surface due to its uh, holdings and energy, which is still up on a year-to-date basis. So that's realistically why. Well, you look at the calendar returns, right, for the past three years, and, you know, they've been magnificent. So uh, you can expect to give some back here, um, especially into this tightening cycle. And uh, stocks were over. They were a little bit overvalued. You know, they were expensive. So, Okay, so basically, if you own the S&P 500, you've only lost the last four months of profits. Yes. Okay. Um, so what should people be doing from here? Should um, they be putting, yeah, you said before, they should be putting some money to work, but should they be selling it all or rebalancing their whole portfolio? So again, it, you know, to me, it's too late to sell here. Um, you know, you have to, you have to anticipate, right? You have to, you have to plan out what your needs are in advance. So we like to get in front of our clients. We like to understand their situation. We like to be in communication with them and really understand what their needs are before we get to a situation like this. Because this can arise at any time. Hey, look, you know, Black Monday, 1987, right? It was a down 20% one day event. So that's too late to sell into as well. You have to understand what your goals are, what the money is for. Do you need cash on hand? You know, look, we've taken a lot of slack. Hey, we have money in bonds. It's dead money, dead money. You're going into a rate cycle. Why hold bonds? Well, you know, you got to have fixed income to rebalance in times like this. Now, this is one of the few events. You got to go back to the late 50s, 1958, to have two back-to-back down years in bonds. And that's what you're seeing. The Barclays Aggregate Bond Index, the benchmark for bonds, is down over another 1.5% this year after last year's 2% drubbing. Um, so, you know, being in fixed income isn't working out either. However, it's gone down less and it does give you dry powder to rebalance. Now, if I'm an equity investor, if I'm a long-term investor here and I look at my portfolio and if I have too much cash or too much fixed income, and if we've taken gains in the past and put them on the side to rebalance, uh, and I have, let's say 10% cash here, what would I do? I think I'd get in by about two and a half to 3% of that cash. So 25%, I would work into this. I do think this goes lower, but I don't have a crystal ball. So I can take a look at the odds and I can say, okay, you know, if we're going to go down 15 or 20% here, we're now down around 10 on the S&P 500 as of Monday morning, it's time to work in, you know, 25% of that cash or two and a half percent, 3% and put monies to work. And if it goes down another two and a half or 3%, I'll put in more and so forth down to 20%. Does it get worse than a 20% sell-off? I would doubt it. You know, I I, I don't think so. Um, what could change this? Well, the case counts of Omicron certainly coming down would change it uh, for the positive. Uh, a, a backward, you know, back talking from the Fed could certainly change it. Look, Powell's, you know, a very smart guy. He's in tune with the markets. He knows what's going on here. However, I also think that the Fed understands that the markets have to take a step back so they can get, you know, into a position where they can get ahead of inflation. Uh, the negatives out there, you know, obviously a shooting war in the Ukraine. We talked about that in our annual firm economic and market update. What could be the negatives that derail this while interest rate tightening cycles, you know, if the if the Fed goes too far, could, I don't think that happens. Certainly a geopolitical event. And we were concerned about, you know, the situation in Ukraine and, and Belarus. Uh, for some time now. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. And I think a little bit could be related to that, but you always need a cause, right? You look backwards, you always want a cause. So I think that the main thing for our investors to do is to stay focused on your long-term goals, understand what they are. It's too late to make short-term reactions to a long-term plan that's got to be built in. 
And uh, that's what we do on behalf of our clients. So it's sort of a form of dollar cost averaging. You're buying in as it's going down because you don't know what the future holds. So at least you've got some kind of investment. And if it goes lower, you know, you've got more, more powder, as it were, to put in when it goes lower. You know, our dear old colleague, Glenn Goldstein, God bless him, would always say, you know, when, when things are good, you got to prune, you got to prune, you got to prune. And then when things are bad, you just got to put some monies to work. And that's exactly what, what, what the right strategy is here. Yeah, you have to rebalance at certain times. And like we we got some negative negativity from holding bonds last year. And even though as an incremental percentage of some clients' portfolios, it may have been smaller than in previous time periods, like at late 2019, but you still need to have that dry powder to rotate into any type of correction or to hold up portfolios. So people don't like them until you have these market declines, but then suddenly everybody wants to own them. So it's a lot of hindsight, but we're trying to, you know, move the chess pieces around to take advantage of what's going to happen, not what has happened. Well, thank you, guys. Those are great answers, and I think they were very helpful to people a little worried what's going on right now. And if you people watching right now would like to submit a question, send it to our new email address at question at twoquestiontuesday.com, and we'll be back next week. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everybody. That was great. If you'd like to submit a question,